Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago, and I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0. 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. I think we should zoom in on today's topic, which was the tactical solution versus strategic solution. Because I think a lot of the time we sway into one side or the other. And Mark, I'm pulling from your document right now that you had written up. I think for tactical in regards to like the, the marriage savers, uh, for the guys that are here live on the call, if you are here and you are in the category of saving your marriage, put the number two in the chat right now. If you're here to save your marriage, if that is the frame of mind you're in, just so we can kind of get an assessment. So we got two guys that are here to save their marriage. Yeah. Three, four. I feel like I'm counting off like bingo numbers. Yeah. So we've got a lot of guys that are in the saving marriage category. You were probably trying different things and seeing what happens. You're probably watching all these YouTube videos. You're probably reading a bunch of books. Maybe you're buying your flowers, apologizing, writing letters, feeling a little clingy and or telling her who she can and who she cannot see. If any of those Oh, yeah. JT's nodding his head. If any of those align with you, put the word yes in the chat. Yeah. To make it better. I get it. Yeah. Guys, this is tactical. Now, when we shift into strategic, we understand the difference between internal pain and external pain. Also, you start to neutralize her as a woman and actually start respecting her boundaries because her boundaries are hers, just like your boundaries are yours. And they're there to keep your heart safe. You're also focusing on what you can control. Man, so many men fixate on like what she is doing from A to Z. And guys, I hate to break it to you, but she's a grown ass woman and you can't control her and you shouldn't want to. Go ahead, Mark. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, that really is the paradise or the paradox here, right? Is that we go, well, if I just give her what she wants and there's, there's coaches that teach this bullshit. If I just give her what she wants and I just back up, then eventually we can have peace. And then from peace, we can have emotional reset, reconnection, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's all manipulation because it's from a place of how do I manipulate her to stay? And women don't follow manipulation. They follow leadership. What your wife is craving is for you to be a fucking leader, make a decision, be decisive in it, stick to it, and she will either follow that or she will reject the leadership in her own toxic dysfunction. Mm -hmm. So it bears the question of like, do I want to be a leader in my marriage or do I want to continue to let her dictate everything and everywhere we go? Because ultimately, what you're doing is you're putting yourself in a place of disempowerment. You can't lead from a place of disempowerment. Now, there's humility. There is compromise. There are those things. But you better be okay with it. Because if you're not, here's what's going to happen. From my own marriage, my, my, my first marriage 
one of the biggest things was towards the end, my ex-wife wanted to foster some kids Mm -hmm. and I didn't want it. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. And I, I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't feel like this is good for us. I don't feel like this is going to be good for our family, but because I wanted to make my wife happy, but because I wanted to do what she wanted and because she felt like she needed this in her life. I did it. I submitted to it. And here's what happened. We get the kids. They're with us for a year, year and a half, two years. And I absolutely despise the kids, which isn't fair to them. I have bad attitudes towards them. I don't want to show up as a father to them. And ultimately it led to a big part of the destruction of our marriage because here's what happened. I finally started telling the truth. And I, and I told her because it came to adoption time and they said, well, Hey, you guys can adopt these kids now. And I'm like, I, Nope, not going to happen. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, I think it's a bad idea. I don't want to adopt them. I, this isn't what I want to do. And she's like, but you told me you were, you were okay with this. You told me that you, you, you were good with this and that, that, you know, you prayed about it and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I did. And I recognized that I was doing it for you and I'm sorry. Yeah. And ultimately it led to them going back to where they were at and our marriage did not recover from there because I suddenly got the empowerment and I started telling the truth. This is what I was talking about earlier with Tony. It was like, if you do these things to please them, you will find yourself in your own pit where you will despise the fact that you made this decision just to make her happy and you will either still be divorced because all you're doing is putting lipstick on a pig or you're prolonging the inevitable. And that's all this shit is. Instead of just being honest of like, that's not what I want. That's not what I see for my family. That's, I didn't do that with my ex-wife. I didn't do that with our family. I didn't lead. I allowed her to lead. I allowed her to do that. And ultimately, when I came back to tell the truth, she's like, you're a liar. I was like, you're right. I did lie because I wanted to make you happy. Because I bought into the fucking lie, happy wife equals, or happy life, happy wife, happy wife, happy life, whatever the hell it is. I bought into that lie and I told the truth from that perspective. Honey, you're right. This is, this is probably a good thing for us and we should probably do this because it's the right thing to do and all this other shit. But at the end of the day, it wasn't the thing that those kids needed. It wasn't the thing that my marriage needed. Because what my marriage needed was for me to be strong leader and say, I'm putting my foot down. I'm putting a line in the sand. I'm saying, this is what we're doing. And this is the direction we're going in. You can't have co-leaders. It never works. Co-CEOs never work out. There has to be one person who ultimately makes the decision. Say, I hear you. I'll listen to your input. I receive everything you're saying, but this is the direction we're going in. I'm going to do this because this is going to be the best for our, for our company, for our people, for our family, for whatever you want to call it. And without that, all you're doing is sacrificing to the point where you will fucking snap. And that's what I did. I snapped. I was like, nope, not doing this. And then what led to destruction potentially of those kids. Thankfully they found a new home and they were actually adopted and, and they're, they're doing great now. But in terms of my marriage, I wasn't, I wasn't the leader and women want to follow leaders. They don't want, even though in the moment they want to knock you over, they want to make you do what they want to do at the end of the day where women feel the most safe, secure, emotionally connected is with a man who leads, a man who is confident. That's why so many women get a, end up cheating. Why? There, it's, it has nothing to do with the sex part of it. It has everything to do with the fact that this guy is confident. This guy is showing up in a way that my husband isn't. This guy is, is speaking to me in, in a loving way. All these things are happening 
because of that. And so they fall for that because you aren't doing that. You were that guy and then you stopped becoming that guy. And so that's why all of this, if you want to look high level, all of this has nothing to do with your marriage, has everything to do with you as a man, how you show up on a regular basis. Your marriage is a byproduct of who you are as a man, whether it lives or dies is you. I don't believe in anything other than there's no such thing as bad marriages, only bad husbands. And and if you have a bad marriage, you have to look at yourself and you have to understand where have I failed? Where have I not shown up? Where have I not been a man? Where am I just laying down and, and letting her bowl over me because I'm too scared to divorce her? I'm too scared to do these things. I was scared shitless when I walked in that attorney's office the first time and said, I'm here to file for divorce. I was crying half the time I was recounting because he asked me like, what, tell me the story. Tell me all the things that happened. What'd you go through? I told him and I was just crying half the time. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I'm here. I would have never guessed 18 years of marriage. I would have never guessed I'd be this guy. And that's what happens though. When we lay down to a place of submission to our greater uh, well-being as a man, because I realized I could not continue in this. I could not continue living like this. And I chose to do that. I'm not here to tell anybody to divorce anybody. I will never tell you to do that. I'll never say, oh, you just divorced that bitch. That is not what I do. And then at the same time, I also don't tell you, you got to stay married to that woman because that's not my position. My position is what makes you most empowered? What makes you more powerful? Staying in a place of disempowerment where your wife is running all over you and trying to do all these things and you just trying to make her happy. Does that make you powerful? No. And when a man doesn't feel powerful, what does he do? He lashes out. He's angry. He gets mm-hmm. into addiction. He's emasculated. He, he uh, is angry at other people. He's sad. He's depressed. He gets on drugs. All those things happen when a man feels disempowered. That's yeah. why we have empowered man. Because a marriage is no good with a disempowered leader. Just like uh, the president of the United States, if he's disempowered, Forget your politics, but if, if our nation's leader, if our CEO of our company, of our, of our country does not look empowered, does not look powerful, he looks weak or she looks weak, whatever, other countries pick up on that and they're like, oh, we can take advantage of you. Guess what? Your wife will do the same thing, especially if she has toxic traits, trauma from her past that hasn't been dealt with. And all we keep doing is what? Putting lipstick on a pig, keep burying it in the sand. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. We just got to get through this rough patch. That's all this is another rough patch. Yeah. And this is what happens. People cycle from rough patch to rough patch over fucking 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. I did it. My wife left me like four times in the space of 20 or 17 years. Why? Because I wasn't the type of husband that I needed to be until I owned that. And then once I owned it and I started making the changes, it was like, oh shit, you're not making the changes either. You, you don't really want to grow. This isn't working. And we've got to part ways. And, the, and I, for me, that was the best fucking decision I could have ever made in my life. It was, it was the greatest thing. But too many men are scared. Too many men have no balls. They're scared shitless to actually confront the truth, to actually come to the table with truth. And so they want to live in this fucking paralysis analysis shit. They want to live in this place of, oh, man, you know, if I just do this and this happens, and what if I do this and that happens? It's like, bro, what the fuck do you want? Because ultimately, that's all that matters. It's not that your wife isn't important. It's not that your kids aren't important. But you have to determine what you want and be a good leader. I'll, I'll, I'll end it on this. The fact is, is as a leader, you are only, you're only effective to the level of influence you actually have. So that means that if you can't influence your wife, you are not an effective, good leader. 
That doesn't mean make her do what you want to do, but that means having an influence and effectiveness and an efficiency on what she does, how she responds to you, the way you communicate with her, what you tolerate in communication, uh, the types of things that you guys do as a couple, whatever it is. If you're not leading, she is out of the vacuum of necessity. The we is important because you are a team, but ultimately every team needs a leader. And if you're constantly looking at her and going, well, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? It's like guys who go out to dinner. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? It's like fucking make a decision. Make a decision. Where are you going? What are you doing? Make a decision. And the decision better ought not to be to control or manipulate her. Because when it is and when it does, it will fail. I can 100% guarantee you make a decision to quote unquote save from a place of I just do this, then maybe, maybe our marriage will be saved. Maybe it'll get better. Nope. I'm telling you, I'm guaranteeing you it will fall apart. I've seen it thousands, thousands of times over the last four or five years. I'm not making this shit up. We talk to 3000 guys a month. That's a lot of dudes. We hear the stories every fucking day. We've had 3000 clients or whatever it is. We fucking get it. This shit's hard. It's not easy. This isn't meant to put you in a place of shame. This isn't meant to make you feel guilty for what you're doing. It's meant to call you up and call you out because we want every man to be powerful. Because my vision is this, is if every man is empowered, that his family can thrive, regardless of what his wife does, regardless if his wife decides to, to, to not be married to him. Look, not every marriage can or should be saved. Not every marriage can or should be put together. Maybe you believe that from your own faith background or, or whatever, and that's fine. I believe the same thing at some point. But after doing this for so many years, I'm like, no, there's just some that are impossible to come back from. Yeah, there's possible and there's probable. Anything's possible, but not everything's probable. And that's the difference, right? Is there's a realism, a realistic nature to what we do here. I'll end it on that. I got to run. Yeah. Are you yeah. taking over? Yep. Love it, man. Appreciate you sharing that and expanding on that. Gentlemen, I do want to extend an opportunity before we hop off here. If you haven't gotten a chance to hop on with one of our concierge that will give you a game plan with what's presently happening in your life, specific to you, um, I'm going to throw a link in the chat or support. If you could help me out, follow that link. If you have not spoken to our concierge before, not here to sell you anything. If you don't have a plan on getting out where you're currently in, click that link, chat with someone from our concierge, <clears throat> and just see if what is happening for you can move the needle closer to where you actually want to be. Because they'll ask some polarizing questions that'll help move the needle closer. Because um, sincerely, if where you're at right now isn't where you want to be, that's an indicator it's time to do something different. And that call will give you a game plan on something different to do. Um, but guys, that's all I got for you today. Um, whether you're taking strategic action or tactical action, at the end of the day, uh, I want what's best for you and only you. Because when a man pours into himself and becomes the leader of his life, he can lead everyone else around him in the most effective way. But you can't pour from an empty cup. With that being said, I appreciate you guys being here. I'll see you on the next one. Peace. 
Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. If you're new here, thanks for checking out this episode. And I encourage you to take a visit back to the first episodes in this podcast. Look, we have over 50 episodes on the foundations of how to be an empowered man. I'm talking about in your relationship with your wife, your kids, your work, your boss, whoever and whomever. And I highly suggest you take some time to listen and gain some insight and knowledge from those episodes. And hey, if you want to connect with me deeper, be sure to check out the Empowered Man group. That's empoweredman.co slash group, empoweredman.co slash group for latest information and to join our group of other men who are wanting to be empowered just like you. Until then, this is Mark signing off, Empowered AF 2.0.